Welcome to the Trash Cast. This is a, a weekly podcast where we talk about nerdy things in video games. Oh man, I am tired. I wish you could say, I know we kind of added, ended a little early in D&D yesterday. I'd like to tell you that I, I uh, got sleep, <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> Between losing an hour and then my dog having diarrhea, I feel like the whole world is against me. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about some gaming stuff at least. Alright. And now this is really pissing me off. I don't know why. Grand Theft Auto Five is releasing this week. I yeah. I know it's new gen, but like, isn't this game like five years old at this point? Yeah. Um. So this one was supposed to come out uh, last year. <laughs> yeah, tried almost ten years. Yeah. Jeez yeah. This reads or like remaster for next gen was supposed to come out last year and got pushed back to this point. Um, but, uh, GTA 5 Online, just the online portion of it is free for PS5. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I mean, so the I online portion is the only thing that matters. Yeah, so you have, like, three months to, I think, <laughs> add it to your library or whatever. But. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll do it just because I add everything to my library. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's cool, at least, for people that are doing that. I mean, all the streamers and everybody do, imagine, play on PC, though. Yeah, and they don't even play the original game. Yeah, it's they heavily modded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hell is Phantom Breaker Omnia? Sounds badass. Looks very Inamu wifey. Yeah, it looks like... Oh, it's a fighting game. I never would have guessed that. Yeah. Yeah, I would have guessed JRPG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like every game of that art style is JRPGs. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Revives a canceled fighting game. Oh, so there are. No? no. Yeah, there are dudes in it. Alright, cool. Just not on that cover. <laughs> yeah, got, well, I mean, because come on now. That doesn't sell. Yeah, I was about to say, dudes don't <laughs> sell. Unless they're really hot. <laughs> And even then, waifus always win. <clears throat> okay, that's cool. The Cruel King and the Great Hero. That sounds like an indie. It looks like an indie. And it's published by NIS America. So my guess is, it is an indie. Yeah, considering we don't even have a genre. <laughs> yeah. It's coming out for PS4 and Switch, though. Still won't get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably not. Paradise Killer. This better be a dating sim. No. Damn. An adventure game. Interesting. Alright, still really nothing. Though it's an older game, apparently it was on Switch PC and now it's coming to PlayStation and Xbox. So. Yeah. That's cool. Tunic. I don't know what that is either. Like, I don't know anything anime. Uh, anymore. Anime. I don't know anime. I don't know anime. You're taking my stick. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. 
I like the item that the hey, indie action game. Sweet. Anno mutationum. What the fuck? And yeah. yeah, thinking stars. Alright, cool. <clears throat> Monster Energy Supercross. This is the game that I've been waiting for. Five. Five. That means there was a one through four. <laughs> Holy shit. Either that or like there's isn't and they just threw a five on there. Make it sound like <laughs> Now I'm torn because I never really played Persona Persona four, but I'm a huge fan now of the Persona series. And this isn't this is a fighting game from the characters from four. So I'm like, do I buy it because it has the word Persona on it? <laughs> it's like, yeah, do you, you do that, right? Like, I used to do that with Kingdom Hearts. It, it, yeah, <laughs> if you staple like a genre or game on it, it's like, all right, I'll buy it. <laughs> I'm trying to decide if Persona 4 is that for me. I don't know yet. Uh, even if I do, it won't be on, on launch, though. There's way too much. Because <laughs> this next game, uh, the game yeah. after this one, I am buying on launch. <laughs> so you I did have just already bought. mention, like, do you buy any game that has a name title to it? And Final Fantasy might be that for me at currently, because I'm pretty sure going back to, like, Final Fantasy thirteen, I purchased every thing that has the Final Fantasy name stamped to it since then. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's one of my favorite series, too, so... It only got a 7. Oh, man. Those people obviously played by themselves. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Expect to feel like a stranger. I want to see the negative things. The story? <laughs> yeah, like who, who and who cares? Since words are drawn, swords and characters need to converse to or explore. Don't be shy if you let out your first song within minutes of meeting Jack. No, 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 no. You have the wrong take. Yeah, see, Jack I, is fucking amazing in terms I, I of like. I thought the same thing. Like, I understand that a lot of people are not gonna like this because he has no personality or whatever. But for me, my take on it is is the lack of personality is his personality. Yes, that and like, yeah. Oh, he's just edge lord to the extreme too. Of like, I don't give a fuck. I'm doing exactly. what I. Yeah, like. And sure, does that work for a main character of most Final Fantasy games? Well, actually, yes. Like, now that I think about it, like, Cloud was fucking this guy as well. Like, it, it just with more dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Because if you remember before Cloud became, like, team, okay, let's save the world and fight Sephiroth, like, he, how many times did he tell Barrett to go fuck himself that he's not doing this because he wants to save the planet? He's just doing it for money. Yeah. Like, this just took that to the extreme. <laughs> yeah. He says bullshit and plays his own outro music. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I actually like it <clears throat> because it's a deviation of what you normally find in video games. You yes. normally have this guy who's got this big 
sob backstory who needs to go defeat this bad yeah. thing because it killed his family and this guy's just like nah i just need to kill this thing because <laughs> because something's telling me to and I, I drive the plot forward i mean that and all right so my favorite part so far isn't even the bullshit exit music and it's not good it's not good storytelling or even a good character but when th that dark elf was giving into like his backstory about dark elves and jack just said i don't give a shit <laughs> That's just something so new and like for that Final Fantasy series, and sometimes that's the case, man. You know how much, like, and this is not me shitting on Lost Ark, but do you know how much I wish there was an I don't give a shit option instead of jamming G 18,000 18, times? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, I, I actually feel like this is a little more relatable because you, have you ever played video games and just... <laughs> this somebody just goes on this huge monologue and you're just sitting there thinking why are they just letting him do this yeah we should be killing him now and yeah i think this sets up as the more relatable character it's like or at least like uh this guy was like what i wanted to be when i was 12 which means like a bad probably a bad character sure i'll give you that but i don't know if you take it for what it is it's kind of refreshing yeah uh, but yeah, if anybody who who thought this game knowing Team Ninja or you know I I haven't played any of their previous games. I know Neo's really good and stuff like that. But like with the mix of Final Fantasy, if you were looking for this deep story of whatever, like you probably came to the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, I can see that being a problem because you know final fantasy fans are used to deep story so yeah this is a final fantasy game that is not targeting your traditional final fantasy players <laughs> which i mean is i don't think it's a bad thing either maybe this is their way of stepping out getting a new fan base and yeah drawing them in to play final fantasy 14. <laughs> for chaos and cool Yeah, I'm trying to see the other notes because I, I'm actually really looking forward to getting together with you and possibly Ryan and, and jamming more of this game because, yeah, I liked yeah. it. It was fun. Yeah, and you mentioned you had never played any of Team Ninja's games. Uh, their yeah. first game that they're really known for is Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, I played which, Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it set the staple for, like, hard Very games. Very difficult games, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I've never beat, but yeah, it's mostly because I didn't own a SNES, so, so. Yeah. I only got to play uh, when I was at my friend's house. It released on the SNES, right? Uh, 88. Ninja Gaiden, just because I don't want to. Yeah, apparently it also came out on Sega. Oh, yeah. NES. Yeah. Damn, the original one. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I don't know which one I played back in the day. Uh, uh, the Sega games for the Master System. <laughs> I think the one that I played was X. I think that was the PlayStation one. No? Well. It doesn't really say what it's yeah. from. It just says... <laughs> 
it's a prequel to the NES one. It's weird. I don't remember much about it other than it being super difficult. <laughs> yeah. Souls like before Souls like. Yep. Yeah. Obviously a different game though. I thought I. But yeah. Mm. Yep. Uh, a shield counter, regular thing, combat's done well. Yep. Jack lives up to the name. He can do whatever he wants. Yes. Each class is fully featured and fun to use. So far, I agree with that. Like, everything feels vastly different, and I, I don't play enough Souls-like games to know if that's really something that each no. game does well or not. But. I don't think it does, because literally in Elden Ring right now, the top like build is to take a samurai and go magic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it doesn't make much sense. True. Um, so, yeah, and yeah, literally, I think in most Souls games, uh, magic dominates because, I mean, it's soul easy mode for Souls games. Mm. And so everything just evolves down into magic. So, yeah, there's not any, and there's no, like, class-specific abilities or anything like that in Souls games. Really, the only difference is, is our, your starting, um, <laughs> like, stats. Stat blocks, yeah. And maybe how much, or like the armor you start with. But yeah, I, I think we mentioned, we were both surprised at like the depth of the class system and just the demo for this. Yeah. Yep, we're... Awful, bounding wildly between awful and fantastic. But it's all about combat and little off. That's fair. <laughs> Alright, well, either way, uh, this is definitely up my alley because the combat is actually my favorite part. But... Yep. I'll definitely be plotting this game too. I haven't taken a look at it though. Let's see how much hours. Shouldn't be that long. A lot of times these are based off skill. So it'll be something like, you know, 10 to 40 hours or, you know, 20 to 40. Uh, do they not have... Oh, I use platinum instead of trophy. No, that's still not right. That's not any of the, the ones I normally go to. Huh, that's weird. They may not have a list of trophies yet. That's crazy. Samurai Gamers. <clears throat> that's not a guide for it, but that's fine. Complete a level 200 mission. On oh, chaos yeah. difficulty. Damn. Achieve Master 4 rank. Unlocked all jobs. 
unlock every panel in the job for a single. Yeah. That doesn't look that bad though. No, that should be easy. <laughs> this is the one where it depends on how hard that is. Yeah. Uh, or well, that should be pretty bad. His name is Garland. Uh, I don't want to read any of those. It's all defeated a cactor. And defeated a tonberry. Fuck you. Fucking tonberries. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know if Ryan's gonna pick up or not, but yeah, I don't know. I noticed when I went to pre-order it the other day, it's like, you know how PlayStation Store will tell you how many of your friends have the game or whatever? Yeah, yeah. It told me four of my friends have already pre-ordered. Wow, holy crap. So, so who's the fourth? I'd, or the third? I don't know who they are. Yours is the only icon that I could see, because you know it only shows you one icon? Yeah, yeah. The so more... yours was the only one that showed up, so I don't know who the other three were. Gotcha. Yeah, this doesn't look too bad. It really depends on how bad the 200 mission on Chaos difficulty is. I think that's going to be the gate. Everything else is kind of like play the game, do all the side quests, and do the unlocks. So, Alright, sweet. Yeah, but I'm actually looking forward to this. Uh, so if you pre-ordered the game digitally on PlayStation, uh, the game comes out tomorrow. <laughs> comes out at midnight. Yeah, so. midnight tonight. Six uh, and a half hours. <laughs> I need to sleep, though, so uh, I won't be yeah. playing it. <laughs> I will not either. Uh, but, yes, I will be playing uh, you know, tomorrow. I might even stream it. It might be fun. Um, but, yeah, it, uh, it was interesting right to to have be running the same things be playing a souls like game uh without having to worry about bells to invite people in just like all right join my group we're, we're doing this right yeah and it actually makes me think i actually read an article yesterday i believe about how elden ring missed the mark with the co-op um how they had a chance to make it like true co-op because yeah. even doing a, you can do everything in Elden Ring co-op but it requires summoning and the person that you summon doesn't progress in their oh, story oh that sucks <laughs> so yeah. if you want everyone to reach end game you have to do everything three times if you've got a full party <laughs> that's yeah wow yeah so they were talking about how that missed the mark and how it would have been easy just to carry progress over between different players. And yeah. I was thinking, and that's exactly what uh, this game did. Yep. Yeah, because when I leave the room, it, you know, I can continue on the next mission that I have unlocked. Yep. And that was something that when <laughs> I was, or like saw the demo, they had a uh, like Q&A thing with the dev team. And that was one of the things they said, that they wanted the game to be co-op friendly and they wanted everyone to get or reap the rewards of doing a co-op session. Well, if there's one thing that does make this game stand apart, right? Like, 
the souls heavy people may watch this and just be like you know this game's not hard enough or it's not souls or whatever you know that will be it it's the fact that yep but this game i can literally be like yo you you want to play uh strangers of paradise and then we drop in and we're playing two seconds <laughs> yeah you know it's not and we both gaining the benefits of playing the game together we're progressing yeah. stories we're you know still doing and, shit and if you die you're not automatically just kicked back to your world <laughs> yeah god that that would be so annoying or if the host dies then everyone gets kicked <laughs> oh is that really how that works yes <laughs> god. that sounds like why even bother like not to to be rude i'm if you like the that game with the co-op and it maybe i just don't understand it but like i am gonna play bloodborne after yakuza 5 and whatever but like playing multiplayer especially with all that does not sound like a good time to me yeah i don't know i've seen uh like the streamer that i watched he doesn't summon anybody to help him um but when he beats a boss, a lot of times he'll stick around and put his summons down and uh, oh, let, help other people, let other people summon him. Oh, um, that's cute. So I have seen it done from that aspect. I haven't seen like a true co-op uh, or people or like a party is just playing the whole game together. Yeah. Um, so I can't really weigh in on what it's like, but I do know the mechanics are still the same. Yeah. You still have to summon them in and then if they die they get kicked back to their world and then if you die then they get kicked back to their world <laughs> uh -oh. there are benefits of doing it though uh, because if you get summoned to someone else's world you can earn souls while there and you don't lose them if you die you bring them back with you oh that's nice so at least it's something right even if it's not story yeah. progression yeah sweet well, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Probably stream it tomorrow or do something tomorrow. Uh, which means that I really want to finish Yakuza 5. <laughs> but it's very annoying right now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the only storybook brawl news. <laughs> and I really hate uh, how the announcements for their Discord thing, like, go out for stuff that, like, only applies to like 10% of the people. Yeah. Like, Brittany looked at this and was like, oh, I thought this was going to be something substantial. Yeah, I got the notification today too, and I was just like, why did they tag everybody for this? Yes. <laughs> like, for people that care about the, you know, Twitch overlays, great. For people that don't stream it, like I do, I, and I use Untapped. I use this for Magic Arena. So I was like, oh, this is cool. But why did like why ping everybody like britney doesn't give a shit like you probably don't give a shit like yeah. and the people that this is gonna matter for are checking it anyway yes all you have to do is just throw this up without a tag <laughs> yep yeah 100 percent. so uh that's that's weird uh if you do stream storybook brawl or want to get twelve thousand dust uh, i am not dust poor so i don't care in fact i have the opposite problem give me something to do with my dust please uh there is a code uh, that you can get i don't know if they say it here <clears throat> oh yeah 
so yeah, if you use the code storybook untapped, uh, you can get 12, uh, what's it, three free heroes, so it'd be 1200 dust, or 12,000. So yeah, there's that. I imagine you're not dust poor even at this point. No, I think I have like 12,000 or something. And the only heroes that are not unlocked are ones that I don't care to unlock. <laughs> yep. Uh, I've got six total heroes unlocked, and, or uh, two lock, and I have 40,000 dust. So I'm just like, I could unlock them, but no, my luck. The, the next patch will release like 18 heroes or something stupid and then now I'm like oh I spent all my dust <laughs> so uh, Storybook Brawl is in a better spot uh, than it was last time just to, to let you know <laughs> but it's still not in a great spot I get my daily win and then I'm like alright I'm gonna go do something else almost anything else yeah I still haven't played in a while too busy doing other things. <laughs> yep. Uh, and yeah, there's this other stuff I'd rather do. So, yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, Lost Ark. Uh, I still do my dailies every day. I finally made it to 600 gear score, but I haven't done the quest. Nice. Uh, it's been a few days since I even logged on. I didn't even turn my computer on until this past weekend, until last night for D&D. <laughs> wow, holy shit. Yeah, that could be why I'm uh, I'm solo uh, supporting our guild. Possibly. Uh, yeah, I have a feeling we've entered the fall off stage at this point. Um, yeah, which I don't. I don't. It's whatever. Terribly. Yeah, I mean it's a free game. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Uh, I, I I log in and do my dailies because it's nice, but. not like I invested hundreds of dollars into it and I'm gonna be angry if no one plays. So. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do my dailies. It's fun. You haven't even logged in, so. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the two major games uh, that we normally talk about on the show. That uh, is there anything else in the video game world, or anything I missed? Let's see. Ah, oh, there's a free game. In the Epic Game Store coming on the 17th. What oh, is there's it? A, there's a, um, day to play on Thursday that is ah, nice. exclusive for the new Harry Potter game that we talked about a oh, couple weeks ago. that's cool. City Skylines and In Sound Mine, I guess, are coming free. So, there's that. What does that say? Epic Game Store free game for March 10th is one of PS Plus's most controversial. Yeah, that was um, City Skylines. Because when they released it, that was the month that people actually started petitions going around to get PlayStation to change their PlayStation, their free game for the month because no one wanted it. 
Damn. And I mean, I can't disagree. I mean, I've tried it, but those games just don't play well on console. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're really meant to be played on, on console, to be real with you. Pay-per-view, the return of video game magazines. What? I also don't know if anyone cares. I didn't watch or even follow, but they had the what, streamer awards this weekend. I didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, huh. if you did, you... <laughs> No, you didn't watch it, so who knows? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, I'll have to check to see who won it. Underwhelming state of play. I guess there was something March 5th through 11th. Yeah, there was a state of play last week that... Um, what was it? I can't even remember what it was on. It wasn't that important. <laughs> God of War Ragnarok. Nope. We will be shown a new technical thing called the Diofield Chronicle. Some Returnal DLC. Cool. Elden Ring might be getting DLC. Is that really even a question? Yeah, I mean, at this rate, like... I mean, don't every Souls game get DLC? Generally. <laughs> so... Elden Ring's first major boss has been beaten with a banana. I do think somebody no-hit it this weekend. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, yeah I had been watching just kind of like tangentially watching a guy who was trying for world's first uh i didn't like go out and seek him but like one of the guys yeah. i was watching like hosted him after he got finished and he was trying for it but he had something some sort of like kind of like tennis elbow but for his wrist and so <laughs> he's been struggling to play that sucks. Uh, yeah um and this guy's like super famous for no hitting because he's actually the only person that has done what they call the god run and he went through every souls like game in order and no hit all of them and if he got hit he had to start over from the first one holy crap <laughs> so yeah he's done that <laughs> um and yeah he's got this like thing and so he can't play with his hand or like they're really bothering him and so i was just yeah, it's because he on, just did that yeah i was on twitch this weekend and he was up and i was so i just like looked at his channel and he was playing with his feet no fucking and, way and the dude beat the first boss faster with his feet than i did with my hands <laughs> yo what yeah 
had a camera set up and everything, like, on his feet, like, Shawnee, like. Oh my god. <laughs> and the feet pics people went crazy. Yeah. He, he is now on wiki feet. Yeah, he was wearing socks, though. He said he wasn't going to do it without socks. And then it got to the point that he couldn't beat the boss. Uh, and so somebody's like, take your socks off. And he's like, fine. And so he took the camera away. He still wasn't showing on camera. Nice. <laughs> and beat the boss that try without the socks. <laughs> Obviously, the socks are holding him back from his potential. Yeah, it was... Uh, that was some of the most entertaining I've had watching streams because it was because you know he's the guy who clearly knows the mechanics and knows what he's doing but then he's messing up because he's trying to hit buttons with his feet, feet? yeah <laughs> and he's getting frustrated <laughs> it's like dude you still did that in less than 15 tries <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy dude uh. <laughs> I wish I was good at that good at something, dog. Yeah. Uh. Oh, this one's interesting. And uh, I don't know if you got a chance to play your copy or not, but apparently WWE 2K22 is here and it's actually pretty good. Yeah, I did buy it and I've played a little bit, uh, not a lot. Uh, mm. But yeah, I have seen the reviews there much better this year but that could also be because WWE's paying for them to be better <laughs> could be oh man I do think the graphics engine is a very big upgrade so yeah then that helped a lot yeah yeah so I mean there's really nothing else at this point on my list so no, I don't have anything either. Yeah, and Critical Role has been kind of uh, shelved for me for a bit. I, I really haven't had much time to sit down and just kind of listen to it. Yeah, I haven't seen the most recent episode, but I've caught I'm still, the other one. I'm still on the one before. I'm halfway through that one. Yeah, so. I have watched it. Um, <coughs> that yeah. one was mostly combat, right? <laughs> Oh god, I'm trying to remember at this point. Yeah. Um what's the last thing I remember them doing? Uh no, they were talking to uh the green cloaks. Green Right. Yeah, and then they take them down yeah. into the mine. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't gotten to the mine yet, but they have agreed uh, okay. to go. So yes, I'm sure the rest of it is just combat. Yeah. <laughs> um and then yeah. There is some funny bits about uh, them getting into the mine <laughs> with the green cloaks. <laughs> or green sleeves, I think is their green. name, right? Is it green sleeves or green cloaks? I can't remember. Or maybe that was just what um, they kept calling them with green sleeves. <laughs> I think uh, Ashley called them green sleeves or something once. Yeah, well, that I think that carries. <laughs> if that's the case, that carries and maybe why I'm thinking that because at the, it gets to the point that everyone just stops calling them that. <laughs> God, that's great. Now, this is what I'm going to start doing now. I'm just going to read the the recap.
This is imagine this is your the last weeks. Man, they they have so much on their blog. No, no, I guess not, because this would be. him leaving, I imagine, if, maybe not that, I guess, we'll see. Yep. Yeah, that's, yep, perfect. the duel. So yeah, it would be 15. <laughs> Green Seekers, Green Seeker. we're <laughs> both raw. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna read these from now on and be like, alright, I'm caught up. <laughs> it's so funny though, like, think about the four hours, and this is true, right? You can do this with any, I think, D&D session. Think about the four hours of them playing, and it literally can just be summarized in this. Yeah. So you miss all the roleplay in this. Uh, yeah, of course, and all the, the funniness and the feelings to it, right? Especially yeah. the funniness, man. But I think the ones that drag on for me are the combat episodes. Episodes, yeah. I mean, and that's mostly because, like, I don't know. There, there's only a few times, unless you're playing, right, where you're invested, where combat is very entertaining, right? And uh, our campaign... Like, when you guys were in uh, the Feywild and those natural 20s on death-saving throws, like, that yeah. was cool. That was, like, that was game-changing. You guys were not going to win that. <laughs> uh, but those moments literally happen 1% of the time, which means every other combat is, all right, I use my attack. I use the spell. Roll. Okay, you hit. You don't hit. All right, 10. Like, it's math. Like. Yeah. And not just that, um, it always takes everyone so long. Yes. You'd think that with that many people, you would kind of, by the time it gets to your turn, you'd have some semblance of being, like, real quick about, alright, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, not only that, these people are professionals. <laughs> yeah. I think they know their characters in and out. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they're probably, even though they've been doing this for a long time, I don't think they're actually, like, I don't think they know their characters in and out. With the <laughs> exception of Matt. And some yeah. other, uh, uh, I would say, God, uh, uh Talison. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Talison knew for, um, Percy. Uh, he did, I think, stumble a bit with Caduceus in campaign two, but that's yeah. also because his first character got killed and he had to make a new one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh I don't know. I feel like some people in that campaign, uh obviously voice acting being their main thing and uh yeah. they don't dive too much into, you know I wouldn't even be surprised if they don't even think about 
with the abilities they want uh, until yeah. it's time to level up. Uh, yeah. And then you have certain characters who, like, I have the next five levels planned out. <laughs> and I don't even play that way, though. A lot of times what I like to do when I'm playing is um, I let the role-playing in my story notate what I want to take, what feats make sense. Yeah, uh, I can see that. Um, uh, that's how I like to do it. So it's not optimal, but I don't know. I tend to lean a little more in the opposite direction, where I don't plan like super far in advance, but I look for the next time I'm going to pick up a feat and this kind of decide what I want that to be, and then I make the role play. <laughs> yeah, kind of to lean match into that. that. Yeah, that makes sense. You could definitely do it that way. There's no wrong way to to do it. So, yeah. It definitely, like, feels, though, that uh, they're actors first and everything. They don't treat, like, learning their characters in, in and out like part of their job. Yeah. Which I don't think is a, a bad approach because I think their job is being entertaining. It depends on what you find entertaining, though. Yeah. I mean, definitely the role-playing is where it should Top be. Notch. I just do feel like if they knew their characters a little bit better, not even like completely in and out, uh, <laughs> combat could be faster and you could get back to the role playing. Yeah. And combat's still important. It needs to happen in every campaign, even yeah, ours, it, right? Yeah, because it drives the story. But Yeah. But yeah, I agree with that. Like, uh, It's hard to know without knowing them, though. Because we yeah. could just be wrong. It could also be, like, uh, there's just so much going on with the camera crew, too. Like, there's there's stuff to that changes when you're in front of a camera. Yeah, and, I mean, you've got to imagine, too, playing on a show knowing that a million people are watching you and knowing that those million people know your character better than you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, and, yep. And I do know they get a lot of hate uh, messages about, hey, you should have done this, or oh, yeah. why didn't you do this, or... Oh, didn't you know that level 5 druids, yeah. you have access to this, and yeah. And Matt gets the, um, that was against the rules. <laughs> of course, he'll get every DM thing under his, yeah. Yeah. But, like, uh, and maybe I'm a bad DM for that, because my response is simply, like, Yo, it's my world. I can do whatever the fuck I want. There's one answer to that. All you have to do is type in rule zero and then move DM on. DM is never wrong. <laughs> yep. It literally says it in the core book. It does. <laughs> the very first rule of D&D. The DM has final word. Yep. So if it happened like that, dog, it happened like that, and you just kind of deal with it. Just because you don't like it, and it's just fine, right? Like, I'm sure there's stuff about the way I run my campaign that runs you in Austin, probably like, oh, God, I wouldn't do that. Like, but it doesn't matter, because you're not DMing. <laughs> yeah. But you do know I'm open to criticism, right? If you said something like, hey, I would have done it like this. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm or, not going to. I, I'm not also not afraid to tell you, like 
when you wanted me to roll a dexterity check the other day. And I was like, no, a perception makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll, you know, if I said for whatever reason being an asshole, right? Like, not really an asshole, but like, no, I really need this to be a dex check for whatever reason. You yeah. would just be like, all right, fine. I don't understand yeah. it, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm receptive to that, though. It's like, no, you're right. Perception does make a lot more sense. Let's do that. Yeah, uh, that's something that my other DM does as well. He's like, he'll tell me, tell us to roll something, but he also says if we can persuade him as to why a different roll makes sense, then yep. he'll let us do that. Yeah, I, I like to do that too. Like, hey, uh, even come to scenarios to just be like, all right, this is your goal. You can use whatever skill you want. You just tell me how you're identifying the skill. Yeah. Right. I like that. Yeah, we do that a lot in that campaign, too. We do, like, group skill checks where we'll have to, like, complete an objective, and you have to, like, succeed on, like, three out of five attempts or something like that, and then you have to... Everybody has to make an attempt and tell what they're doing and what skill they're using and how that's going to help the group. <laughs> and then uh, you make your roll. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I saw that for the... Really, for the first time with Exandria Unlimited. Yeah. Um, I like Matt, that does it a lot in campaign two ah uh, that's cool the group ones I, I obviously right hey if we're all trying to be stealthy everyone rolls stealth and i take some sort of aggregate to see how you all did right yeah but yeah the whole all right what are you doing to help this scenario to accomplish this goal it was very interesting i like that yeah there is something i do like about um critical role that is not in the core and that's the um resurrection spells uh how'd they um, change theirs well uh, so in core D D, if you use revivify or raise dead or any of those spells it just automatically works mm. as long as the soul wants to come back yeah yeah um and if you remember in campaign one when they would die Matt would make them go through a ritual and they would have to bring something to the ritual and then make a roll and that would their failure or success on their whatever they're bringing change the dice DC and then he would roll a dice behind the screen to determine whether or not the resurrection was successful and the DC would go up every time you died oh wow so I think it started at like a five or something like that um and then every subsequent time you were revived it went up by two <laughs> uh and so i think at one point one of them got revived and it was probably vex because she died more than anybody else <laughs> and i think her dc was like a 12. Whew, that's still scary yeah that's because it's a straight d20 roll with no modifiers yeah. Like you've got a higher chance of being staying dead than then coming, coming back. back. And, I, yeah. and I think that adds more um, kind of planning to your actions, if you will, uh, because a lot of players play like the fact is like, hey, we have somebody in the party that can use Revivify. I can go do whatever. If I die, they'll just bring me back. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. Hmm. 
Yeah, I've so never I've never played like that though. So that's an interesting concept. But you're right, I could definitely see players doing that. Yeah. And you say you haven't played like that, but your mechanic that you have set up for the tower works like that whether you know it or not. <laughs> because if we go unconscious and then are teleported back, there's a five percent chance that fails. Yep. And if we get teleported somewhere else, we're just dead. Yep. So <laughs> No, I meant like the whole oh, being yeah. careless because oh, yeah. your per person knows revivify. I I did that on purpose, but not oh, yeah. in that. Yeah, it, but yeah, there yeah. are players out there that do do stuff knowing that. Uh, There's they nothing have a to quote unquote lose. And see, I don't like it either because it hampers the person who has that ability. Yeah, cause because now you now, have to. You know, yeah, now do I have to thing. hold a level three spell slot just in case somebody dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least now, even if somebody has revived my campaign, it's like, dude, if you can't see the body, <laughs> sucks <laughs> to be here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That that's an interesting take. Oh man. But yeah, uh, I like just trolling the the critical role shops. Yeah, I don't I haven't ever really looked through it. Yeah, they have some cool stuff. Uh 18 yeah. bucks though for a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, I don't have that in my uh <laughs> budget, but yeah. Some definitely some cool shirts. This is like something that uh, if I got for uh, like a gift, great. But you know, like, but I'm not going to <laughs> go out and purchase for myself. Yeah. Box Machina. Dagger, dagger, dagger. I like that one. The, the box uh, one. Yeah. Oh well, it doesn't load now. But yeah, Critical Role is great. Uh, I, I'm excited too for our, our secondary campaign. <coughs> yeah, our our side one. All day. <laughs> yeah, it, and it's funny. It's like, do you, I don't know if you remember, but when I ended the D&D uh, uh, &D last night, I was like, hey, I have a really busy day tomorrow. Like, I don't really care, you know, throughout the week you got questions or something, but like, kind of leave me alone tomorrow. Chris apparently did not pay attention to that one. <laughs> Oh, man. And he's excited, so it's hard. I'm not upset, but I just ignored half of it for a very long time. Yeah. So. I got, like, six paragraphs, and <laughs> I responded with, like, three responses yes. that were all, like, three words. No. <laughs> cool. Oh, man. It's, yeah, it's good. Excitement is fun. But, yeah, I'm interested to see, uh... If someone's actually going to take it upon themselves, be like, oh, I'll DM. No, yeah, but I don't think so. I think I'll be doing both, which is fine. <laughs> Where did that noise come from? This is my Discord. It sounded like a, a, a message received. But either way, 
uh, I've got nothing else to talk about. It's been 50 minutes now at this point. Uh, you got anything else you want to, to bring to the people? I don't think so. All right, sweet. Well, I hope everyone has a good uh, rest of your week. I hope daylight savings time uh, can burn in hell. Uh, I didn't screw up anybody else uh, like it did me. But other than that, we'll see you next week. See ya.